0: Welcome, Pathfinders, to the Find the Path podcast. actual play of the Hell's Rebels Adventure Path. On the run. It's
1: a new pet, because apparently we just collect pets whenever we engage we in big fights. We can't keep a
2: dog in the hideout, though. That's going to draw way too much attention.
3: I was going to say, a dog it's in a lot, a lot out easier out of to the keep a cat.
4: Nest.
5: Cats are quiet. We'll just
3: keep the dog <laughs> in my house, and I'll just grow a small menagerie inside my tiny cramped
5: house. Oui. Also, we freed Zaya last time.
2: Oh
3: yeah,
2: we yeah, didn't that. Uh, Than uh, adopting a dog, mm-hmm. a random dog. We did save Zaya.
5: Yeah, so, so we we're back hooray. once again with
0: the continued exploits of the Silver Ravens. When last we had left our heroes, as heroes they can apt be called, they had made their way on uh, to stop an unsanctioned excruciation. Yeah,
3: it was
1: gross.
0: That was uh, taking place in the uh I believe that was Arya Park, wasn't it?
1: Yep, yep, yep. yes. It yeah. was indeed.
0: So taking you back to where it all began. Yeah, You had learned that one of the allies of the group, at the very least a longtime friend of Niccolo, who had uh, assisted all of you during your investigation of the murders in Devil's Nursery, the typhling thief Zaya, kind of an admitted thief, had been captured by the Chelish Citizens Group, at which point they had decided to perform an excruciation, which is basically a public torture. Usually not to the point of death, but still public torture and humiliation.
1: Yeah, but the fact that it was a young tiefling woman, it probably would have been to the death because, uh, yeah,
0: racism's alive and well.
5: That's well, true. Moreover, even if it wasn't, nobody deserves that, regardless of no. you know, exactly. whether or not they've
0: done anything. The party had rushed down there to find uh, a small group of Chelsea citizens group had uh, captured Zaya, had put her in a makeshift doghouse that they had erected inside of a, out in the center of this uh, lily pond. At which point the party had split up, where half of the party went to rescue the captured Tyfling, and the other party, half of the party, went to initially debate with the Chelsea citizens group, and then subsequently punch them in the face when negotiations fell. Mm-hmm.
4: And Cesare? Yeah, I was gonna say we learned that Ch- Cesare's like pre-wizard
0: days were <laughs> apparently
4: being a brawler.
3: He's done this yeah. before.
0: <laughs> a battle then ensued. At which point you had managed to. Rescue Zaya, beat down the Cello Citizens group, I believe without killing any of them.
4: True. Yeah, no, we, just, yeah, we'll, no, we just knocked them out.
0: Yeah, really, really messed them up, probably. Um, much to the cheers of the if gathered jaw crowd. If their is
2: broken, they're still alive. It's not my fault.
0: Yep, that's what <laughs> Batman tells me. <laughs> yep. You then uh, scoop Loop Zaya hole. up, throw a dog under one arm, and then run off into the. Uh, Everybody kind of run off in different
2: directions. I think Zaya was with Cesare, and Adria had the dog and went one way, and we all just kind of
1: scattered. Mm -hmm.
0: Scattered to the winds. Made your way off. So I suppose we should just kind of jump back into things, shall we? Mm -hmm. We shall. We'll pick up, fortunately for all of you, about an hour later. As assuming that you do nothing to really draw attention to yourselves, again, the D'Atari weren't necessarily even present there.
2: Yeah, Cesare would duck down an alleyway and get that freaking collar off of her, like, as yeah. soon as possible. And then, yeah, we'll make it for the coffee house.
0: The a lot of you flee from Jarvis Inn, the district that you're in, most likely through the Red Roof District before making your way back across Bleak Bridge and then back up to the Villagree District and Long Roads Coffee House. Everyone, go ahead and uh, mark off a copper piece, and who's paying for Zaya?
2: She's with me, so I guess I am. <laughs> yeah, woohoo!
4: Ah, everybody's know. favorite part—watching us pay the
0: tolls, paying copper piece. Got to pay the tolls.
2: Can you like buy a pass?
0: <laughs> nope.
2: You know, like That's how like buses have like a all day pass, you know, well, when or like we're in, a, in charge.
3: There will be a pass
2: when we're in <laughs> charge. I'm not sure if there will be a
1: frickin' That's tax true. anymore. That's fair.
4: I was gonna say there definitely shouldn't be a tax. Well, it not depends for crossing on what the, the tax
1: is being used for. If the tax is actually going to like keep the bridge repaired the bridge, and yeah. stuff like that, yeah. then I think it's okay because it's being used for that purpose, but right now I think it's just going to line noble pockets and that ain't okay
0: well to be fair, the uh, the one copper piece tax has always been the tax going across this bridge, so that isn't something that you can really blame on House Throne
1: yeah, but it, it feels kind of like uh, any toll road in Texas where originally it was there to like as a maintaining or to pay for the thing, and now it just exists and no one knows why,
5: yeah in I'm not going to get be. into my
0: feelings on it, but...
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Different podcast. Ross has
0: feelings. Yeah. Yep. That's for uh, Ross's uh, anti-Toll Road podcast.
5: That's for Ross's non-recursive tax podcast, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: Better
3: than the pro-tax uh, podcast, which is a weird one.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. However, about an hour later... Regressive tax. The, a lot of you have rushed through the city streets... Navigated your way back across Bleak Bridge. Traveled back up through the Yolubilis Harbor District and then into Villigree before arriving at the Long Road's Coffee House. The coffee house is somewhat busier today than it usually is. In large part, not because of anything like a... Uh, not because of any specials or anything as far as the school is concerned, but actually because they're doing a book signing.
4: Oh, hey. A book signing? Yep. Anybody we know? Well, people who are more red than Lucia?
0: I imagine you guys are, more, are a little bit busier sneaking mm-hmm. in through the side entrance and like ducking into the back to really uh
5: yeah sounds great for whoever check. the heck the author is but uh
0: <laughs> you can check yeah. it out later but after about an hour or so all of you gather back together down in the wasp nest i imagine Chesare and Zaya are probably actually the first to arrive Chesare has a natural like 30 foot movement speed and zaya knows all the back streets to get through red roof mm-hmm. so once you're on your way
5: Actually, at this point, I'm probably last because even with my strength, my heavy armor
0: still slows me down a little bit. So. <laughs> yeah. So I suppose all of you gathered together in the in the meeting area before Nicolo makes his way in.
2: Cesare would get Zaya some, I, I'm assuming we just have pastries down here. I don't know, but get her some real food and something to drink. There was like a charcuterie board at some point, but it's probably been a minute. <laughs> I mean,
4: it's been a long time since the charcuterie board. There's a lot so, of people staying down here right now. they're probably, that,
1: like, sandwiches.
2: Yeah, I'm, there's food, is what I'm saying. So, Cesare would make sure she gets something to eat and drink. Because she's been in there for, like, what, almost a, t- a full day?
1: Uh,
0: only a couple of hours, actually. Because they, they captured her last night.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, prison food. Anyway.
0: Nicola, you make your way in. Uh, reach the end of the passage, leading down the steps past where the collapse was, down to where all of your friends are now. Mm. The... Silver Ravens in the capital S, Silver Ravens, as far as your four compatriots are concerned. Zaya and Rexus as Laria's working because she's upstairs managing this book signing.
5: Yeah, I figure a lot of the other Ravens are out doing the stuff that we assigned them to do this week. So
0: yep, Zaya gives a smile as you make your way down. Well, I'm glad to see you made it back in one piece, mostly a few pounds lighter, but uh, she yeah. gestures to the crumpets. Are you all right? Do you need any medical attention? No, I think I'm good. Uh, your friend Victoria already asked.
5: Ah, yes, sounds like her.
0: I could use a better change of clothes. She gestures to her raggedy clothing. So what
5: to say, I could let you borrow some of mine, but I don't really have any, and they'd be too big anyway. Um, mm. I have one extra set of clothes, <laughs> and it's at home. So
0: that's fine. I'll make do with this for now.
5: With that out of the way, I mean. What happened?
0: Right, with that out of the way, uh, what's with the secret base? She gestures Uh, a hand around.
5: No, you're not getting out of that that easily. Mm. All right, we'll do it this way. I'll tell you my secrets, you tell me yours, eh? I don't
0: like this game. She leans back and crosses her dainty hooves on top of the table. (laughs) Uh, Look, it's obvious that you're in some
5: sort of trouble. And while I know that you can handle yourself... Things didn't seem to go too well very recently for you, so... That was not my fault. Fair.
2: So what exactly happened, then, if it wasn't your fault?
0: I was working a job. All right. Well, job's not really accurate. Job implies that you're working for someone. I was doing a thing.
2: A heist. A heist? Heist
0: (laughs) is a good word for it. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I see. All right. Is this going to be the
4: guy in Ant-Man doing the story (laughs) (laughs) back? (laughs) Yeah.
0: <laughs> Look, I know things have been difficult, particularly with getting supplies and everything. A lot of the ships passing through have been avoiding our city for the last couple of weeks. Ever yes. since our Lord Mayor's new doobie doobie doo thing. So uh, this, this has actually included wrong. a number of the uh, the Chelish Navy ships, hmm. which means that there's a lot of supplies as far as food stuff, dried goods, all the rest of that, that are just sitting in warehouses, benefiting no one mm. in the harbor. So huh. I may have commandeered a small barge, more of a more of a dinghy, really. <laughs> and I may have cut a hole underneath one of the warehouses. Hmm. And uh, I may have dropped a few crates down through the hole.
4: Hmm. Dude, this is some Bugs Bunny stuff Adrian right nods
3: here. approvingly and then catches herself.
0: Well, it's very creative. Unfortunately, it seems like someone else had a very similar idea. There's mm-hmm. a gang of much less skilled individuals uh, already there when I got there. Oh. Jills, I think. And whenever I showed up, they got onto me. I got onto them. They pulled out weapons and threatened me. I threw an oil lantern at a nearby pile of tinder.
2: Oh, God. Oh, my.
0: And then the Tatari showed up and then they ran, and then I ran to get back to my hole, but I couldn't get back to the hole. And I then fled into the night. And mm-hmm. I managed to avoid the Tatari. Mm-hmm. Uh, but a whole bunch of these uh, jackbooted, armband wearing uh, people happened to have uh, tackled me in a back alley while I was trying to get back past Jaws. So,
4: And then rather than turn you over to the gods, they decided to enact a little uh, mob justice? Vigilante
0: justice. Ah, great. Jeez. Well,
4: they
2: consider themselves the law now, so uh, that's a thing. And they are technically mm, deputized isn't the right word, but they are technically working with the government.
0: I'm not sure if the semantics on the type of justice was the bad part there. I think it was the putting me in a doghouse. Yes. So yeah, that's how I ended up there. Very well. So
5: I have several questions. The first is how did the citizens know that you were involved in any of this? How did they, why did they jump to you? The citizens group?
0: Yeah. I'm going to assume it was all the whistles. Ah, Oh, they just oh you were still running you. from the dotari. Yeah. Ah. And also, I happened to have been a tiefling and not in Devil's Nursery, so obviously mm. I was the culprit. Which is profiling, even if in this specific case it was accurate.
2: Cesare Snickers. <laughs> 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 you know? Like, not in a mean way, but mm. in a I'm not tr- I'm trying not to laugh
5: like,
1: because... OMG. Like a know? that's the
5: joke sort of way.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, perhaps you should have considered this uh, quote-unquote heist um, with a lookout.
0: I tend to work alone. I think that's why you failed. I was about to say that. I'll, I will point out that I succeeded twice before I failed the third time. Maybe going back to the same place three times was a problem, but <laughs> mm.
4: I mean, if at first you'd, you succeed, don't try try again.
0: Third time's the charm, right?
1: We're getting caught, apparently. Mm. Yeah,
0: yeah.
5: At any rate, we could do verbal reposts all day, but um,
0: what do you want to do now? I'm free. So uh, I got another job I'm looking at, so...
4: Did anybody get a look at your face?
0: I was in a doghouse.
2: I hate to further the conversation about the racism in this city, but most people are going to assume every tifling is more or less the same.
0: We're pretty much huh. all guilty unless proven otherwise. More importantly, none of the Tatari got a look at my face. And from what little I could see while Niccolo was rather impressively trying to break a chain with his bare hands, <laughs> I'm going to guess the severe cranial damage that you did to those other three guys means that they might not recognize anyone ever again. <laughs>
4: Oops. I mean, we did rub the nose in it pretty good.
0: Yeah.
1: You said you had another job lined up.
0: Is it along those same lines? I mean, I just have a couple of other ideas. It's more nebulous right now in the master plan phase.
3: Where were you taking the stuff that you took? Like, when you grabbed this foodstuffs, where'd you
2: take it?
0: They were just anonymous donations. I dropped off behind the Cloven Hoof Society. Uh,
2: You know, I gotta say, the heart's in the right place. How would you feel about perhaps helping all of Kentargo instead of just one section?
0: Oh, is this that cult thing Niccolo was trying to get me into? (laughs) It's not a cult. cult. Okay. Chesaree raises an
2: eyebrow.
3: All right. It it ain't a cult because there's no religion. It's definitely a crew. (laughs) I was going to say gang, but I got chastised last time I said gang.
5: Eventually, Raven may turn it into a cult of Nikolo, but... um...
3: (laughs) 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 But Zaya doesn't (laughs) have to.
0: (laughs) No. However... um, Raven's wearing a little, like, bishop hat. Oh
2: what?
0: my god! <laughs> oh. <No. laughs> it's not, that is not the case. Sorry, I keep getting distracted by Raven and cute and cute <laughs> things.
5: So
4: <laughs> it's Rick's fault. Rick's keeps making it cute.
5: Uh. Yeah. So I mean, I promised you my secret. Welcome. This is the home base of the Silver Ravens. That's like your gang.
1: Yeah, it's, a it's not a, a gang. It's a gang. Historically, the Silver Ravens have fought for justice and, I suppose, liberty in Kintago.
4: Mm. Let's just say we are dissatisfied with the current way that things are going in the city and wish to rectify it with less Hell Nights and more equality. We haven't really gotten a manifesto yet, so I'm just kind of spitballing that. We
3: do have a guy in a chair that's going to work on that.
0: Oh, is that me? Rex just kind of looks around <laughs>
4: like.
1: <laughs>
4: he like... looks up for his giant pile of work. He's like, you talking about me over there? And you're not you're
1: the one that started all of this.
0: Well, yes. Yes. So, yes. Uh, not a gang more of a revolutionary ideal.
1: I like crew, crew works.
0: So you want me to help you to what exactly?
1: To help the city.
0: That's very ill-defined.
1: Well, that's because it depends on what the city needs at a given time. Sometimes we hide stuff,
3: learn things, steal things. There's a lot of things we gotta do.
5: There's more than anything, our primary goal is to make sure that life in the city does not have to come with the crushing weight that it does right now. There are a few ways to do this. Probably the hardest, but thing that needs to happen most of all is Barzillai throne needs to go falling down into a ditch somewhere and be let on fire.
2: The the mm. current establishment needs to be removed.
4: Mm. Hence us being a revolutionary organization since uh, getting rid of Barzillai throne is really just getting rid of the thrones in general.
3: Yeah, anyway. We don't really care about outside of Kintago.
4: Well, yeah.
0: The party may mm. make a diplomacy check if they so wish.
4: Really? I rolled garbage, too. I like that I rolled the same thing as you with a natural one, so there's at least that for small comfort. Hmm. It's not bad. So
3: Adrian rolled a three for an eight total.
4: Lucia rolls a natural one for an eight total.
2: Uh... Cesare rolled a 13 for a 19. Vittoria rolled a
1: 7 and got a 14.
5: And Niklo rolled a 10 and got a 16.
4: So very eh. Very so that's eh two diplomacy. successes
0: and one critical failure.
5: <laughs> <laughs> You're
0: welcome.
5: Believing it is at a net zero. It kind of depends on what a success counts for and what a critical failure counts for. but
2: Raven does something cute.
5: <laughs> I suppose
0: I could offer you some assistance
5: we would be greatly appreciative of that mm. it's very big of you I've been told that
1: <laughs> the fact of the matter is is that we could use someone with your skills and of your knowledge of especially the Red Roof District
0: now, if you got the big guy here you could definitely use someone with a little bit more subtlety I've probably <laughs> I
5: break things I don't sneak into places she,
4: She's throwing shade at you I think mean, She's about, not like, wrong
3: The Fuji sisters who are very sneaky but yes
5: It's true We're trying to convince her
0: to help us
3: Well yeah that's why I'm not saying this out loud to her
0: <laughs> Alright so I'm I think the gist of what Miss Priss over there is trying to say <laughs> Is You want to make things better Not just for our Small corner of the city but for the city As a whole which should, by default, improve things also for Devil's Nursery.
2: Now that is the ideal plan.
0: Making
5: sure they don't forget about us, though.
3: Well, making sure that everything everyone is treated with parity.
0: Yeah, I could get behind that.
3: Mm. Plus, it's going to mean screwing over the current establishment, which is always pretty fun. Well.
0: So, I mean, a couple things up front. Um, I don't do big grand attacks or anything like that to be perfectly honest if I've been seen or someone pulls a weapon something's gone terribly wrong so I'm not getting involved in any of the rest of that stuff I don't like pain Mm -hmm. so I don't want to be shot or stabbed or anything along those lines I'm good at getting in and getting out so if you can put me with people that are generally as competent as I am that would be best other than that I seem to be generally likable so uh,
4: if you do say so yourself
0: which I do
5: <laughs> I like her a lot. All right, then um, welcome to the team. Of course, when it comes to you know actually smashing faces, I think we'll be handling a lot of that part. So,
4: also we got guys for that.
3: Sure, we got,
5: and like, teams now.
3: You know, of course, joining up means you can sleep here if you need somewhere to sleep. Um, if you have someone else, that's also fine. Or no, I got you
4: three need a or place or four to places. hide, for
0: that matter. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got five or six of those.
4: Yeah, I like, feel like Sharon. <laughs> no. It's like,
0: no, those not, are my thought they would be large own. enough for a group of people. Again, I do most of my own thing. But yeah, I okay. mean, if you're looking for helping people, um, maybe we should do something about these jills. Wait, it's what? I'm just thinking.
2: This other gang, the one that uh, caused the ruckus that got her caught.
5: Oh, okay, I thought she said jails for a second there. Sorry. Red jills. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like ladies. Oh, yeah. like
1: Jack and Jill. Okay.
5: Yes. Yeah. Are they
1: all ladies? Do we
3: know anything about them? How about we start there?
4: Yeah, we should start with what we know about them. Why am I suddenly thinking of those cat burglars that are in um Corvosa? Yep. Is it Corvosa? Uh, anyone that wishes
0: to may make me a society or Targa. Secret checks. <sighs> Tieflings.
1: We all look at Nico.
5: The red gills are mostly tieflings.
1: Oh, red. But they're small enough to go under the radar. So what's their deal?
5: Mostly muggings, um, stealing, generalized bullying. Extortion, things like that. So yeah. criminal
4: gang, not somebody who could be potential allies for us, right?
5: Uh, they're not team players, if that's what you're asking. Uh, they don't really believe in um,
0: anything but themselves.
3: So what's the goal with dealing with them?
0: The Jills have been causing a lot of trouble. Uh, I know, Nicolo, you've been kind of busy protecting the city as a whole, but they've been causing issues left, right, and center over in Red Roof. Pretty much since martial law kicked in and people aren't going out after dark because of curfews, they've been running wild, which is Great. then bringing the Datari down on all of Red Roof and Devil's Nursery as a whole, and just totally. kind of raising the uh, the level of attention and heat over there for more honest criminals such as myself. <laughs>
3: Sure, but I mean, are we trying to scare them into stopping, turn them in, kill them? Like, what's the goal in how we want to deal with such a group?
0: Oh, I don't know. I just started.
4: I mean, it probably <laughs> depends on the motivations. It sounds like, though, if they're doing all that, they're probably on a little bit on the evil side.
2: Have they killed anyone?
5: I mean, from what I know of them, they've definitely committed assault on many occasions. I don't know if they've killed anyone.
2: And the, well, they're, I did that just earlier today.
4: Uh, yeah, it, on, it really <laughs> depends on who you're assaulting. So if they go in and they're doing it to the dotari, we don't really care.
1: But the fact of the matter is, is that we are not judge, jury, and executioner. Right, Killing it's people true. should never be an option on our table unless it is in self-defense. So we need to figure out if the plan is to catch them and get them
2: arrested, or if it's to frighten them into dissolving. If we hand them over to the
1: dotari, they'll most likely be killed. In a very um, unpleasant manner. Yes, I lean more toward the latter of maybe scaring them into disbanding.
5: Most gangs like this follow a particular leader, mm-hmm. so if we manage to take their leader, they will probably dissolve on their own without anybody to organize them. In this case, oh, the jills are led by off a the figure- head of the snake. Yeah, basically, uh, the jills are led by a figure named Scarplume. I've never met them but they're supposed to be a tiefling with some sort of sorcery magic um, might be something Chesler might know something about once he sees them
3: Would they uh this might be a stretch but uh you remember there was somebody summoning them tooth fairies could this you tie into that you don't think that they
4: summon the tooth fairies on the on their own grind? i don't know
3: there's a lot of crime in one location sometimes it's connected that's all i was saying
0: first off as far as your your their own kind comment is concerned uh, they're just as likely to assault and steal from us less fortunate people in Devil's Nursery than they are from anyone else. So, no. They don't care who you are. They're only after the money. Mm. Mm.
2: But and with a gang like this, they're not going to really be making any sort of profits off of the tooth fairies. They're not controllable.
5: No. Yeah, I guess so. I think it's it doesn't fit their usual MO which is that they just want to beat people up and take their cash.
2: Okay. Was it Scarplume? Is that the
5: leader? Mm. Scarplume oh, is seems... a really cool code name. I'm assuming it's not his real name. Or her. Or her, mm. yeah. Yeah, I actually, nobody's actually met them. So we have no, I have no idea, like, what they're, you know, who they are, really.
3: So maybe we need to get a hold of some of these gels and
2: ask them nicely where to find Scarplume. <laughs> I doubt they're going to tell us anything, even if we do capture them.
5: However, Zaya, do you have a lead?
0: Hmm. Lead? No. Uh, I've been kind of... Figuring out where they've been hitting. Hmm. Until recently, it's mostly been in Red Roof, but they've kind of gone across the river. Somehow they're getting back and forth across the river by night without raising attention.
3: Okay, we need to know how they're doing that, because that sounds very handy for our purposes.
0: Because, again, they hit me in the harbor, but they're based, I'm going to assume, somewhere out of Red Roof. Hmm. Most of the crimes have been between River Road and Salt Street down by Red Street, so... It's a large area, but... Mm. But if we keep an
5: eye out on the river down by there, maybe we can get some idea of where they are and follow them back to their hideouts.
3: Sure, I mean, we could also do some sort of, uh, like a sting operation where we have, like, somebody act as bait, and then everybody else watches and they kind of go through that neighborhood at night or whatever, and they look like they're gonna get you know, a fairly good amount of money from this person, whoever this bait person is, and then mm-hmm. we can catch them in the act.
0: Well... If it helps any, the little that I know about them is, uh, again, Nicolo and uh, Vittoria, you seem surprisingly knowledgeable about criminal organizations.
1: <laughs> I do my homework. <laughs>
0: yeah, they've become a lot more aggressive recently. Mostly muggings, the occasional break-in. They do a lot of snatch and grab. It's not thought out.
2: So they're not very well organized. They just venture out in the evening and cause whatever mischief they can and come back with whatever they found.
4: The opportunists.
0: But, yeah, they almost exclusively target regular citizens. Um, they avoid the Tatari. From what I understand, any one of the Chill Citizens groups has never been hit.
3: Well, that makes sense. Easy targets. You gotta mm. focus on easy targets.
4: The ones who can't fight back.
0: They've got a signature. They wear uh, red cloaks. <laughs> That's on the nose. Okay. Yeah. That's really all I know about them. And again, they operate mostly hit the Red Reef District, but now they're branching out. I don't think yeah. they've ever hit Temple Hill or Jarvis End.
3: That'd be daring
5: Depends
0: on oh,
3: where okay. you
5: go in Temple Hill but yeah.
3: Why don't we do a little uh, A little recon
5: I mean yeah. I think well. I favor
4: that over Trying to do some kind of a, a trap for him
2: Oh yeah We may check with our friends at the Host Society And Heteman has a surprising amount of information About the Red Roof District I could speak with him and see if he's heard any rumors Maybe we can narrow it down hmm.
5: Hace Yeah hmm. the very same Yeah, I mean, we'll find out what we can, and then, I guess, go from there. Zaya, you're welcome to stay here as long as you like. Get your feet under you or whatever you'd like to do.
2: What time of day is it? We did this pretty early in the morning, didn't we? Yeah,
0: it's only a little bit past noon right now. We have plenty of
2: time today to try to investigate, and then when we reconvene tomorrow for the weekly meeting, maybe we can come up with a strategy. Sure, I mean, I need to buy some dog food anyway, because I have a new
3: dog, um, so I can stop by Kellimba's.
5: All right. Well, then, everyone, you know your tasks. Let's go on ahead and start gathering some information, see what we can shake out.
3: Sounds good. All right.
0: So I suppose you gather yourselves together. Zaya plans on staying, at least, you know, probably for the evening so that the heat dies down a little bit mm-hmm. and then she'll slink back to one of her hidey holes. Yeah, that's fair. But Niccolo has a pretty good idea of how to contact her if need be.
5: Unless she really doesn't want to be found. But... Yeah, unless
0: she really wants to drop off the grid. Mm-hmm. You... I suppose I'll set off make your way back upstairs. probably take a, chan- a second to wash yourselves off, Cesare, get the blood off his boots and you know clear all the, your weapons and all the rest of that stuff and Niccolo, uh, I think needs to be bandaged up a little bit following uh, getting mauled by a dog.
5: Yeah, I actually got healed up pretty well by, uh, by okay. Adria earlier, but um, I could still use I could use a little bit basically as long as somebody can you know treat wounds on me with some medicine, I should be fine.:
1: Yeah, I can probably do that.
5: Mostly I still have like dog bite marks and stuff, and it's very owie. Oh. Dogs bit me a lot on both my arms. It was unfortunate. I mean,
4: you did decide to just go right in there.
5: Well, I mean, what else was I going to do? I could knock out the dogs, but it didn't seem sporting. So, yeah, well, It didn't seem that like we time. had the time for that, per se. I didn't
3: get to calm yeah. them down, all of them. I only got to calm down the one.
5: So, Yeah, it is what it so. is. I mean, it hurts, but Sometimes that's just the price of doing business. Mm. If it was a choice between dog bites or Zaya staying in the doghouse, he'd definitely take the dog bites any day.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, so Victoria uh, probably patched Nicolo up. Uh, I rolled a uh, I rolled a fifteen and got a twenty-two, but unfortunately, my my actual dice roll was only three. <laughs> so you got three hit points back. I mean, <laughs> I only right
5: needed there. one, so it's fine. So there you go. <laughs> oh, hey, there you go. Uh, yeah, 100% great. Yeah, I feel great. Yeah, cool. I mean, I've got some bandages on, but it's not too big a deal. It's more
0: looking to see if anyone critically fails and just happens to be like, oh, God.
5: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I only I'm did like, that Ow, once. you made it work. Why did you open the wound? Don't open it. But
0: I suppose you make your way upstairs.
2: Is the book? Bu- that's being signed of any interest at all. Yeah, what is this book? What? There's a book the sign signing in the, in the coffee house. Oh,
5: right, right, right. <laughs> I mean, Nikola is just gonna keep walking. But if y'all want to figure out what the book is, that's cool. I mean, we were all. I mean, Chesar is anyway. just gonna
2: glance over at the title and see if it, you know, catches his interest.
0: So, yeah, as you reach the top of the stairs, you begin to set off. You can see that there's a uh, a table set off towards the side for book signing. A large gathering of mostly. Uh, college age students gathered around to basically sign up for the book signing or buy their new copy of apparently what's the most recent release of the book. Nearby there's a chalkboard one of those like chalkboard stands that you, what do they call them? Sandwich boards? Ah. Mm.
4: Yes. sure. Uh,
0: Which is is set up nearby announcing this as the uh, uh, writer Marquel Elorian. The newest book, Boudoir of the Ice Queen. (laughs) Okay, that sounds Interesting.
2: Can I, do <laughs> I know <laughs> books? anything about this series or who this person is?
5: Sounds like a bodice ripper, but
2: yeah, Adria may want a
3: bodice stop and buy ripper. One of these books.
5: Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the, I've heard them called that. Uh, I used to work. At I a know, East I Road know. Store. It's just like I love yeah. I love the the
4: phrasing of that. That's very like Victorian.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, anyone that wishes to may make a society check or a uh, allow Cantargo lore or Lord Chelish nobility. And let's actually make that an and.
5: That's the thing is, like, Ross wants to know, but Nicolo, I don't think, cares enough to bother to remember any facts he might know, so... I just want to know if Adria (laughs) reads this series, because
3: it
4: feels
0: right.
5: Mm. (laughs) Like,
3: a housewife that reads romance novels feels right.
0: I was going to say, if you don't, you do now. So, let me hand out this information. What I will go ahead and give without uh, doing the secret check information for anyone that wants... Uh, for anyone that is so much as trained in society. Oh, hey. I am. Which I think is everyone. I think so. I believe it's the entire party, yeah. Okay. So whether or not you read them, most of you are fairly familiar with uh, The Sin Saga is a collection of books about the daughter of an orphan, Lenorm King, whose father was murdered, who goes on a vengeance spree against her murderer and ends up sleeping with various men and women during her exploits. Basically, imagine Viking Conan, but a woman, but also not nearly as, like, male power fantasy. Cesare
2: keeps walking.
0: Blonde, red Sonia, but different.
2: Adria (laughs) gets
3: in line to get a book.
0: Uh, Famously, they are both risque, although surprisingly good writing. Hmm. Uh, as far oh, right. as, like, world building is concerned, as far as actually, technically, this is not fantasy because this is real world to everyone <laughs> I, I was going <laughs> to say, it's historical romance.
4: You, put, you put fantasy yeah. inside of the fantasy. It's a fantasyception.
0: I yep.
5: I just read it for the world building, okay? It's just got for really world good <laughs> world building.
0: <laughs> it's amazing world building. But uh, she also rides around on the back of a frost dragon named Icy.
3: Rat as hell. Icy! Adrian just slows hey, down and, like, steps into the line
2: and waits. Chesare keeps walking. This is so not his style. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs>
1: I figure uh, Victoria does not uh, step in line to get a book, but she does try to get a look at Marquell.
0: Uh, for any of you looking over towards Marquell, Marquell is an interesting—the man is you'd this say Vitoria's is
2: probably, family. I can't remember what her name last name was.
4: It
0: is. Oh, yeah. Yes,
2: it
4: is.
1: That's my half brother.
0: Marquell is currently sitting where he's standing. You'd say he'd probably be a man just over six feet in height. He has what most women would consider this long, luxurious mane. He's Fabio. This is Fabio? Oh, God, he is Fabio. All it's now played by
5: Fabio. Block hair, though. He has
0: the most piercing baby blue eyes. (laughs) His right arm is in a sling Hmm. um, and held up towards his chest. Uh, The arm seems to be substantially... But considering the atrophied muscles on it, you think that it's probably been in this sling for some time. Uh, he wears his cloak over his shoulder. So basically one arm, his left arm is through, but his right arm is tucked under it, where the sleeve hangs empty, which is a fine cloak of what appears to be, uh, scandalously, reminiscent of an Endorian Eagle Knight's military cloak. <laughs>
4: Whoa, oh, that's interesting. fancy AF. Interesting. Wow. Also, that's a little heretical.
0: <laughs> he continues to sign books with his uh, left hand, which he appears to use as his dominant hand. Uh, with a large peacock feathered quill, and simply smiles and lets the uh, the various young men and women gush over him as he uh, he sits at his desk and signs one copy of the decks. Adria, as you make your way to the fore, uh, <laughs> it is one silver piece for his newest novel.
3: All right, I shall purchase one, one silver piece of novel
0: of uh, Boudoir of the Ice Queen. Yes. Heck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lucia will be bo- We'll be borrowing that After you're done of The queen, of the ice Jesus yep. Christ This is apparently Signy goes to Irisin Or Sin goes to Irisin I keep wanting to say Signy Because I think I keep wanting to add a G in there It's S Y N N E. I mean it would character. make sense With like Sigurd Or Sigrun Yeah, um, yeah. And this is the
2: 16th novel in the series?
0: Uh, I believe this is technically, this is the new one. So this is the 17th novel in the series. Oh my gosh. She is currently traveling with an elven, like an elven wizard, a dwarven fighter, a halfling rogue. It is standard, what we would consider to be fantasy tropes. Although, again, it's historical fiction as far as Galarian concerned. Mm -hmm.
3: Does his arm look like he, like has been like that most of his life old or does it look like it's like an injury that he's had for like a couple of months
0: it, to have deteriorated to the degree that his arm has, it would have had to have been years.
3: Okay. Then I will not ask what happened.
0: The man smiles as you, as Adria steps up. Good morning or afternoon. I suppose it is now been at this for a bit. Uh, oh, yeah. Who should I make this out to?
3: Oh, uh, Adria.
0: Adria. A D R I A.
3: That is correct. Ah. ah. Love your work. You know, what brings you over to this part of town?
0: Well, I've got my newest book come out. And, uh, you know, I understand that there's been some issues back on uh, on Argo Island. Usually I do most of my signing over at uh, Chrysilla's Fine Tomes oh. near the mm. Opera House. Sure. But the uh, he glances over towards the side where you can see two men who've just been kind of standing, trying their best to look nonchalant.
4: Is Criscilla's where we went and hid that the like the day of the riot?
0: Yes. Yes. Mm. Okay. My family would uh, would rather I not get too far from the greens. (laughs) Oh yeah. So, uh, to Adria, thank you for your patronage. May life give you all the excitement that you dream of. (laughs) He then signs (laughs) it. Markwell folds it, or you know, puts sand over it. Blows the sand off. Closes the book. Hands it back over to you, and thank you.
3: right, I'll take my book and wander off. I do want to look at those. The guys were like bodyguards, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Hmm. Okay. I figure after watching this, then Vittoria hops in line.
3: (laughs) If I see you in line, I sidle up next to you and go, is he part of your family? Uh, Yes. Okay. Does he know he's part of your family?
1: Yes, but I have not seen him since I was six. Ah.
4: Have I, I, uh, has Lucia gone to a party with this guy like would she know uh, having him? Having filled
0: your society check this isn't really someone that you associate much with.
4: Okay yeah
0: Well bearing in mind that until recently the Alorians were very staunchly Kintargo they've only recently started to side towards Throne and so they would have been the bad blood as far yeah, as the nobility yeah, the... is concerned for the Serenis.
4: Okay yep alright that makes sense
1: So uh what's the deal with his arm? <sighs> He tried to be one of the heroes in his book and lost it in a duel.
3: I lean in real close and I say, maybe he could be a friend? It's possible. Hmm. You want me to wait for you? Uh, Sure. All right. Adriel just kind of, you know, find somewhere to sit and read this book so that people don't think she's cutting back in line or anything.
0: Vittoria, you hop in line, probably let a few people make their way past you as you kind of Keep pushing yourself back towards being the, uh, the end of the group. Eventually, the line ahead of you thins. You step up alongside the table. Marquell looks up, gives you a smile. Good afternoon.
1: Good afternoon.
0: Uh, who should I make this out to?
1: Um, Victoria.
0: Victoria. It's a beautiful name. Thank you. Nate pauses and looks at you for a long moment before writing back down in the book. To Vittoria. I believe you're a student. You have the look of one.
1: Um, former and current.
0: May you find this inspiring and may it provide a welcome escape.
1: I thought I told you not to use that line.
0: Inspiring or welcome escape?
1: Welcome escape.
0: I like welcome escapes. He narrows his eyes for a moment. Hmm. He puts sand over the page, blows it off, closes the book, slides it back over. My compliments. Holding up a hand before you pay for the book.
1: Thank you. Figure Vittoria just kind of Shuffles a bit and then walks off, rarely at a loss for words. AJ pretends she was reading.
0: Marquill you know, does a quick, you know, thank you all for coming out. I hope you love the book. This is the direction. Don't expect this to be the end of the saga. Mm. I've got a whole queue of I've got a new trilogy that will be starting here Mm. shortly once we're done with the the next book, which will be the end of this trilogy. Oh, my God. Yes. It's like, I also have a spin, a spin-off quintetlet prepared for the, oh, uh, the halfling twins. <laughs> <laughs> That's
5: twins, Basil, twins.
0: He makes his way over towards the, uh, the two bruisers that Adria had seen before. He talks to them for just a brief moment. They just kind of nod at this point. Like, Laria has been basically pressing coffee into their hands over and over again. Marquel makes his way over. Vittoria, are you sitting at a table with Adria or?
1: Yeah, I assume so. Trying to blend in, you know.
0: (laughs) The noble makes his way over. May I sit here? Um, Adria, I believe it was.
1: Sure.
4: Oh,
0: no. (laughs) Vittoria?
1: Of course, yes.
0: I apologize if I'm intruding. Not at all. I don't often find myself uh, able to escape the day-to-day in the Greens. Gilded prison, such as it is.
3: Well, you're welcome to sit with us as long as you like.
0: He nods, smiles as one of the waitresses comes over. Gives her an extraordinarily complicated order. <laughs> he turns back. is a common name, isn't it?
1: I think so. I'm sure there are other Vittorias in the city.
0: Mm. I have a sister named Vittoria. Do you? Mm. My father doesn't speak of her often. She used to critique my writing. Back when most of my stories ended with, and then he kicked his head off.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you needed editing.
0: Honestly, I still do. <laughs> Most of the romance scenes go on and on and on. But it brings people back for more.
3: I always thought that could be more head kicking, to be honest.
0: I personally agree. But the publishers and such, mm. they're under the impression there's much more of a market for the... Uh, Risqué. Mm. Yes, they also keep trying to push me towards more of the uh, appealing to my Chalaxian audience. Ugh.
1: I say blah, and I realize I said blah, and I
3: <laughs> look back at the book like I didn't say
0: <laughs> Nope, nothing.
5: Nope, no, no, nothing, nothing near, here. Nope,
0: nope. <laughs> Although I will admit that I've been considering including a, a handsome new paramour of the Chelish Navy in the next time that a uh, sin takes to sea. I figure it'd be a, an interesting dichotomy of Chelish hunt, pirate hunter and Ulfen warboat.
3: Okay, that's pretty. I would read that book.
0: (laughs) But then they fight, and then secretly, I'm I'm thinking maybe they fight during a storm, get washed out to sea, and then they wake up, crashed on the same deserted island together.
2: Somewhere, Cesare's eyes are rolling so hard, they're in the back of his head. (laughs) 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 But at the end, she
3: can't settle down and marry him, because that'll ruin the whole fantasy.
0: Oh, no. I like think
4: that's
3: Sin
5: the whole only thing
4: with this one. book is she doesn't settle down with anybody. That's how she can keep <laughs> having these adventures. Adria
3: likes that about this
5: book. <laughs> you captured our heart as a single female lawyer.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sin only has one true love, and it's the sea.
3: Mm.
0: Mm. And maybe Vesmara. Nah. But I haven't had her featured back in my book since seven, I think. So, we'll see.
1: Including a goddess is always an interesting twist.
0: Ah, yes. Well, um, Adria looks. I don't know at where else I'm going with things.
1: Um, Victoria is like literally fiddling with her like napkin right
4: now.
0: Oh, <laughs> you're doing that you thing
4: where you start tearing it into little pieces.
0: Um, <laughs> uh, Miss Adria, I believe. Yeah. Uh, would it be acceptable if I have a moment alone?
3: Of course. You know, I need to go and uh tend to some business over here and I get up with a very bad thing and wander over.
0: Out of curiosity, are you... um are you part of a book club or anything?
3: I play bridge every month.
0: Oh, I've got an extra three copies that we didn't sell out. Would you like to take them? Maybe if you have some friends who would be interested. Oh, sure. It's a difficult jumping off point, but uh,
3: You know, I have a neighbor that's actually orphan. She'd probably oh, get a well, kick out of
0: are. it. Oh, there you Ah, True. Um, do apologize because I do not believe the syntax of the orphan orphan war chance is actually correct. <laughs> but uh, unfortunately, my linguistics instructor was much more interested in Elven languages, as opposed to the, the orphan.
3: <laughs> sure, sure. Okay, well, yeah. Uh, she'll get up and like, get a pastry and like, make herself busy getting those books or whatever.
0: I imagine there's a long moment of silence.
3: Oh, yeah. Um,
1: do you need another coffee or
0: something? Oh, no. Um, I hadn't even realized they brought mine. Hmm. He takes a sip. <sighs> Cadian. That's very good. It's a little tart. Maybe a little more caramel next time. What mm. would help? You are Vittoria Alorian, correct?
1: I don't go by the name anymore, and you know that. I've said it in my letters.
0: Well, I couldn't really think of a better way to phrase that. You're you're not our Vittoria, or like my sister Vittoria.
1: Your half-sister, even if uh, I suppose your father does not want to admit it. Our father. Your father. He doesn't remember me.
0: Well, well, I mean, if that's your argument, I would say that he's not truly my father, either.
5: (laughs) Ouch! Man. You might be right.
0: (laughs) I often am. The disabused son of a noble family meets his half-elven sister. I mean... Quite the story.
1: (laughs) We met. It was just a long time ago. You were the only one who bothered to stay in touch while I was at school.
0: And then you dropped off the face of the, uh, of Galarian... So.
1: I wrote you a letter.
0: Yes. I've and are been, things better for you now?
1: They're different. I'm working on making them better. But it's going to take time.
0: Mm. Is she part of your group? These uh, these friends of yours that you made in um, half-elf school.
1: <laughs> um,
0: half-elf school!
1: <laughs> no, Adria uh, did not attend school with me. Well, I've made a bit of a... I I don't want to say a big name for myself, but uh, the locals know that I will help them with investigative problems. You know, lost cat, cheating husbands, that sort of thing.
0: You have become a private investigator.
1: I'm trying to become a private investigator.
0: I remember that you read those, what were those? Those Taldane stories about the investigator and his doctor friend. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Sherlock
3: Holmes.
0: Sh- sh- yeah. Herlock Sholmes. Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> More like Hemlock Sholmes. Hem- Hemlock Sholmes. They were good books. You could probably find his editor.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, I understand. It's amazing the, the windows to the world that, dwar- that books can open for you. I wanted to become an adventurer, sail the high seas, do battle with pirates, all the rest of that. You know, until I tried my hand at it.
1: You probably didn't need to go in with both feet.
0: Mm. Maybe I should have used my feet. That would have been a little bit more effective than the wild flailing of a sword and the eventual skewering that I received.
1: Yes, well, you seem to be doing alright for yourself, considering the rabid fans that showed up today.
0: Yes, I suppose. I'm glad to hear that you're doing well, and that you're doing good. And I I mean that with a capital G, good.
1: I am. I very much am. I didn't expect to see you here today.
0: Oh, yes, I was allowed out of my cage. Father couldn't, uh, well, after disowning you, and, um...
1: Oh, is it official?
0: I don't think it was official, because I don't think you're officially ever recognized. No offense.
1: Yeah. Thanks to my stepmother, that makes sense.
0: Mm. And after uh, selling off our younger sister to uh, her own gilded cage in Agorian, then uh, I am all that remains, and so he cannot risk me dying horribly or in any sort of uh, accident or anything like that until I produce a child of my own, which uh, is not going anywhere, so... (laughs)
1: I figure Vittoria um, opens the book she bought and like tears a piece of paper out of it. Don't worry, it's nothing you wrote. And she...
4: <laughs> Despite that this is 100% his book. It's yeah. mostly drivel.
1: I figure she she writes her new name and uh, where she's working and like gives it to him. I can't say how long I'll be staying here or working here or, or whatever, but uh, it was very nice to see you again.
0: It was a wonderful twist of fate to see you once again. I'd, uh, it's
1: the first time in a long time I've been rendered speechless about something.
0: <laughs> that sounds like the Vittoria I remember. You should perhaps consider writing a book of your own sometime. <laughs> <I'm>,
1: <laughs> I have plenty of other work to keep me busy.
0: Mm, that's fair. It's very easy to do and very hard to do well. True. All right, well, I wish you all the best. And uh, if you find yourself in need of anything, I know things have become very difficult outside of the walls of the grain.
1: I can fend for myself, don't you worry.
0: More if you need in your investigating directions and/or clues. I would love a chance at a little bit of excitement.
1: Well, perhaps we can resume our coded letters then.
0: Ah, I'll have to dig the code out. I think it's still buried under the floorboard in my closet.
1: <laughs> I memorized mine. <laughs>
0: Mm -hmm. Oh, (laughs) throw it in his face. (laughs) Yeah, I wish I could invite you to visit, but of course, you know where I live. I would be careful not to show up uh, unannounced because there's a skinless two headed dog guarding the house now. Oh, Oh. yeah. A gift from our new Lord Mayor.
1: Well, uh, I suppose that means you're in the Lord Mayor's good graces.
0: (laughs) Me? Oh, goodness, no. That man is a troglodyte in all but the most literal of terms.
1: <laughs> I'm glad we still agree on very that. Very nice.
0: Ah, he stands up to his feet, yeah, takes her hand, kisses the back of it. A pleasure. And give my, uh, my thanks for the patronage to your, your friend. <laughs> I shall.
3: <laughs> Adria like, con- very conspicuously, though she thinks she's being inconspicuous, um, like far away, busy doing something else, but definitely listening as much as possible.
0: But I suppose after this, uh, you know, he gathers together his uh, his two bodyguards and they set off for the gilded carriage that he has outside. Oh. Man,
1: I figure Victoria, like after he leaves, lets out one of the largest sighs, like <laughs> "Oh my god!" Like release it's like it all, that sort stress of him, like just
4: deflating Ooh. right out of you.
1: Yeah, Adria, <laughs> set your favorite pastry in front of you. <laughs> I'm all right. Family's hard. Well, I just. I've seen him over the years. Just, Mm. I wasn't allowed to interact. Mm. So it's just, I didn't know what to say to him. We only ever corresponded through written word. And he's still using all those cliches that I told him to edit out. (laughs) Anyway, thank you. Sure. uh, For this. So, if you weren't raised by them, did your mom raise you? Uh, I don't know who my mother is. I, I was brought to Kintaga at a very young age by my father who despite being married with children decided to have an affair with some elven woman on one of his merchant travels mm. and I was mm. the product of that so orphanage then not exactly no. they sent me off to school
3: no, that's probably better I mean I grew up in the orphanage here and you see how I turned out just fine eh. After, you know, 70-something years,
1: sure.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I'm speaking in in elf time now.
1: Well, you know, half elves. I think you have some stories to tell yourself.
3: Eh, Everybody's got stories. How about we go see if we can dig up some of those uh,
1: folks we're looking for? Red jills? Yes. Yes. I think uh, I would much prefer investigating someone else other than reliving my own sordid past. Sounds good.
0: So setting off, uh, anyone that wishes to may make a diplomacy check to attempt to gather information today. That's assuming that again, you guys still just aren't basically working today.
2: It's Saturday, right? Yeah, or Star Day? It's Saturday, Star Day. Yes, mm-hmm. it's Star Day.
0: I'm assuming that you guys take a, you know, plan some sort of get together again.
2: Well, tomorrow's so the rebellion meeting, so we might as well just talk then.
0: Okay. Yeah. Good point.
2: And Cesare will stop by the Devil's Threads to see Hedeman.
0: So you all set off. Spend the day just kind of chit-chatting. I imagine, Niccolo, you return back to uh, the Devil's Nursery. Hit up some of your contacts around there. Adria, you head back, kind of mostly hit up around some of the uh, the area in the docks. You Harbor, probably hit up Clutch Jaws, grab a drink, talk to some of the locals. Your usual haunts. Mm -hmm. Cesare hits a few of the coffee houses and all the rest of that. Tries to talk up some of his teacher friends. Does his best, although not necessarily gaining much ground, considering that most of them don't go near Red Roof unless they absolutely have to. Lucia, I imagine you mostly just kind of hit some of the uh, the local area- areas and try to talk to some of the people here, without wanting to cross back across Bleak Bridge, where you're gonna have to pay the toll to get back across again.
4: Yeah, so probably just walking around like the like you loop. Yalo- Yalo- God, that is hard to say. You Yalo- loop and the village area, and the Villagray okay. area, yeah.
0: But eventually the sun sets, so if you return back to your home. You rest up, gather yourselves back together, unaware of the incredibly awkward conversation that Victoria had with her uh, <laughs> half brother, mm-hmm. famed romance novelist. I love it. Mm-hmm. And also, Scion of the noble House of Alorian. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was really cool though. Interesting mm-hmm. moment. I imagine all of you gather back together the next day, set off with the dawn. Adrian, Nicolope, your copper ah, piece.
3: Dang, copper piece.
0: Mm-hmm. Make your way back to the Long Rose Coffee House. Gather together, I believe uh, Rexus had been working on his own this week on the uh, translations. Is that I believe that's correct. Or was yeah. uh?
1: Yeah, he worked by himself.
0: Okay.
1: Dory needed to make a little money.
0: <laughs> but you gather back together in the in the dark, the underground here down in the wasp nest. I imagine you have a moment to, to eat some breakfast together, share. I uh, believe mm. most of you hit a dead end as far as finding out anything about the Red Jills. Yeah, I did name my like dog
3: Mo, short for Moloch.
0: Okay. All right.
5: <laughs>
3: I'm going <laughs> on enough. a theme here.
5: Nice. Very nice. But uh yeah, nobody's heard or said anything, or at least they're not talking to me, so. Mm.
3: I didn't have any luck
1: with that either.
4: No, nothing for me either. Did find a great place to get my hair done, though, as an
1: aside. Oh, okay. well, good. Uh, I suppose that's priority. <laughs> Um, I heard to take care traveling near the eastern slopes of Temple Hill. According to the locals there, the gangs are getting restless and Redjil's boss, quote unquote, has gone some sort of crazy. Oh, wow.
3: Well
5: oh, that's not wait. a good sign. Wait, wait, wait. Wh- where in Temple Hill?
1: The eastern slopes.
5: Interesting.
1: Does that mean something to you? I mean, it does Um, for me from a historical standpoint, but not necessarily um, anything else. Well,
5: as it turns out, I'm actually from there. Or rather, my mom found me there. Huh. Oh. Humbright House. I was uh, dropped off there as a child. Ah. I was about to say, I mean, I don't know if it has anything to do with anything, but it's on the eastern slopes of Temple Hill, so. Ain't that place haunted? That's what I've heard. I mean...
4: But if it wasn't actually haunted, because we've already been to another place that was supposedly haunted and wasn't, could be a hideout. Hmm.
5: Maybe. My mother lives over by there.
1: Might be worth speaking to her about
5: she
0: might rumors know in the area. Sure. Point us out to where to go. The only other notable landmark on the eastern face of Temple Hill is the House of Golden Vels, which is the hmm. Temple of abador.
2: Hmm.
5: Probably Seems so unlikely to be their base, but
4: <laughs> yeah, weird place for a chaotic organization to be uh, hiding out in.
5: I mean, it could be funny. Like they'd probably find it hilarious. Like, yeah, we've been oh yeah, no, under the, the irony would be of, thick. the whole time. <laughs> like, ha ha! They'll never expect us here. <laughs> et cetera, et cetera.
3: Okay, so maybe we do a little digging into Humbright House. Maybe do a, uh, oh. you know, scouting.
5: So yeah, perhaps we should, well, pay my mama a visit.
1: Hmm. Is that something you should do by yourself, or should we all be uh, attending with you?
5: I I trust you enough now to know that if I take you to see my family, you're not going to do anything, so and one of you may be able to sense something that she knows that I do not. It might be best if we all go.
3: Should we bring some sort of hostess gift, like
1: maybe like a tray of brownies or something?
5: Bottle of wine? I
3: mean, that would be good um, etiquette the and the right choice
1: Yeah, and Vittoria is going to point out to Lucia you ain't got no money for wine cheap wine we're going to bring box wine is that, wine. that what we're, we're going
5: to some two <laughs> on there oh
1: man
0: Yeah, we're going to go eat at Olive Garden with cheap wine and still breadsticks <laughs> um,
1: hey, you but know, the breadsticks are probably the only saving grace of Olive Garden yeah, I like their salad <laughs> dressing I anyway. like salad and they got rid of my favorite thing, so screw Olive Garden.
4: But <laughs> Rachel has opinions.
1: <laughs> I do have opinions on Olive Garden. Bring back the fududa. Okay.
0: But Rex is you know, kinda of waits until you guys are uh, generally done with that. If pertinent not pertinent to that, but pertinent to other things. I have uh decoded a little bit more into the documents.
5: Oh which nice may oh, be
0: of some excellent interest. I feel like I'm finally on to something. Hmm. So, um, I've been going back through the documents, and I've found some, uh, some further records pertaining towards... We spoke last time about Jackdall gathering together uh, four like-minded patron mm-hmm. patrons. Yes. Yes. Um, fighting at her side, so on and so forth. Supporting the people when they're preyed upon by monsters. That They went into a little bit more detail about exactly what the Silver Ravens accomplished before House Throne rewrote the entirety of the history of Kentargo.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: The, the very long story short is that as their uh, fame grew the Silver Ravens saw the nature of their role in cantargo shift increasingly to public defense. And as the years rolled on, they defended the city from many more threats during the Chelish Civil War. <laughs> hmm. uh, the first four were attacks by House Throne, of which apparently they thwarted all four initial attempts by House Throne to claim the city of Kentargo. Wow. Impressive. Wow. Uh, five times, they also... Stopped attacks by power hungry noble families, uh, including the uh, Sereni, yeah. on one occasion from mm, attempting to kill the Lord Mayor of the city and claim control over Kentargo. Wow.
3: Yeah, uh, there was
0: also, apparently, they stopped an attack by the Bojani noble family. So I what? cannot find any reference to them elsewhere.
5: Never heard other of Other
0: than them. some implication that they are completely extinct and possibly because of the Silver Ravens. Ha. Huh. Um, either of you may make a society check.
4: Great society.
5: But not a secret society. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: Now you gotta sing song it because that's where the music goes. Secret society.
0: Boy. <laughs> With not getting into the exact details on this, um, all three, Vittoria, Cesare, and Adria, would really be aware that that does not sound like any noble family of Kentargo. Hmm. It could have feasibly been a noble family outside of Kentargo that attempted to claim the city. But the noble families, again, there weren't any noble villas that were burned down to the ground before the Viticoras, And no new noble families have moved in since then.
4: So, possibly somebody from Ravenel, or they could have been another Chalaxian noble house.
0: Yes, yeah, it
3: doesn't ring a bell for me.
2: So maybe they were some sort of outside a noble family. It's a not familiar. I grew up in Kintargo even before the Civil War, and I don't recognize the name.
0: And maybe the Silver Ravens dealt with them Quietly.
4: I mean, they could Maybe. also not been from here. Yeah. Uh,
0: this was only the sorry. This was only the first half of their accomplishments. Um, Good they gracious, also they stopped were busy. An invasion of scum led by a priest of the shark demon, Ovonovo. Okay. What does Gesundheit? scum? Uh, sounds it, it sounds like scum are some sort of aquatic humanoid species.
3: That's a thing. I feel like I would know about scum. What do I roll to know about scum?
0: Society.
4: Society. Yeah, cause they're intelligent, I guess. That means I actually know what they are. We're, we're going to do this thing where I once again actually know what these are, even though I pretend like I don't. <laughs>
2: they're
3: kind of like creepy water people.
4: Really? Uh, all right. Like
3: bred to serve uh, evil beings from the depth.
4: Okay. Hm. And they just like occasionally come on land and invade?
0: Well, apparently they were led by a priest of a shark demon, uh, Ovo Novo.
4: I guess that makes sense. Uh,
0: but Beyond that, they also stopped an infiltration by a caval of Nidalese vampires <laughs> known as the Septimyax Society. Wow, they were so busy.
3: How long were they in Power or around non Power?
0: Well, from what I understand Jackdaw at the very least was fighting to protect cantargo for about 40 years. Hmm. The Silver wow. Ravens as a whole, I think that they were active for most of the uh the Civil War, so mm-hmm. nearly 35 years. Wow. Um, and then they also apparently uh, stopped an attack by the blue dragon Rivozair. Oh. Hmm. Uh, that battle would be the last of the Silver Raven's victories. Uh, even then, they didn't manage to slay Rivozair, they merely forced the dragon to flee.
5: Huh.
0: Uh-oh. Apparently, they had some sort of secret weapon. Uh, it references them using this weapon a couple of times, but there's no details on it. I'm looking to see if they can kind of delve into it. But they had something that aided them in defeating these vampires and dragons and hmm. all the rest of this. Interesting. And it wasn't
4: the power of teamwork.
0: <laughs> I mean, it could have been, but um, that, that specified here.
5: Well, if wow. we could, yeah, I mean, certainly if we could locate such a weapon, that would be ideal.
4: I mean, if it's powerful enough to make a dragon flee, eh, pretty good against the thrones, probably.
0: Uh, the only other information that I found is uh, is something that I think Laria had already mentioned somewhat in passing with her own limited knowledge of the uh, the Silver Ravens. Uh, they maintained a headquarters in Kentargo's Opera House. Uh, the details are kind of hazy, but it appears that the owners of the Opera House at that time were happy to let the Silver Ravens live there. Hmm. As in, they literally lived on site. Hmm. Uh, and that they had some sort of secret lair uh, beneath the underworld. Huh. What does... Is-
4: does, is that a reference that like makes the, sense?
3: Would the underworld be that layer? Yeah, it's a theater thing under the cinema? Yeah, Lucia
0: would be aware that that's a theater thing. That yeah. the underworld is in essence the area directly beneath where the uh, orchestra performs.
5: Yeah.
4: Oh. Okay. Oh yeah. The, so like the place where you would like lift people up, like the pulley systems and stuff to like yeah. lift up props and stuff. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
4: I didn't realize they called it under the underworld. stage. Basically. I was gonna mm-hmm. say we would have called it. I guess. I was gonna say like
5: what the darklands? Like. <laughs> I was thinking it's gonna the turn into a darklands you know? game. <laughs>
4: Oh, they could have called it the basement. I mean, I don't know.
0: Unfortunately, there's no actionable information mm. in the documents um, on where exactly that is. And they do mention numerous other safe houses, but they don't list any detailed location of these safe houses.
4: I mean, that makes sense. Mm. Hmm. Well, okay. Oh, man, I wish it's we could get information. In
3: <laughs> well, if we can get rid of, of through, maybe we can.
5: I wish I could learn some of these languages, maybe help out with the translation, but I'll um, see what I can oh, do. Oh, if you'd like, I would love to teach you. Sure, I've not been to a formal school in quite some time, but uh, why not?
0: Well, school is uh, is very important, of course, but uh, a dedication and a thirst for knowledge is something that cannot be taught so much as just nurtured. So if you're willing and eager to learn, uh, then that would be... The drive is more important.
1: Drexus is quite a good teacher, if I may say so.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Well, I
5: certainly have an impetus to learn. That's a fancy word, right? <laughs> Yes. Haha. <laughs> what? Okay. No, no one else is impressed? I said impetus. I mean, how many people use that in the day to day conversation? Not enough.
4: I mean, I've heard it before in plays, dramatics. Well, good stuff. for you. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
1: See, and that was the awkward moment I was trying to avoid. Well, yeah, la- da.
4: <laughs> <laughs> but she is a child.
1: It's amazing how well Jordan plays a, like a 15-year-old I play, girl.
4: I, I play a teenage girl surprisingly <laughs> well, apparently, so...
0: <laughs> However, I do believe we need to get to our rebellion. Yep. Yep. Yes, we do. Following that, you'll of course need to uh, determine what your rebellion is up to, starting with... So uh, your other groups check in, which would be your uh, the Fushi Sisters, Morgars Madcats, and your newly added uh, Mountain Crows. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, yeah. And then we have the other group, too.
0: Yep. Uh, of which.
2: They were called something ridiculous, like the soft paws or something.
0: Cat's
4: paws, <laughs> I think. Cat's mm-hmm. paws, yes. Oh, yeah, because they're <laughs> raven themed. Mm. The
5: cat, not the. Bird. Yes, Raven the cat. Everything's going to
2: end up being raven themed because she's the one that apparently is just going to name everybody from now on. <laughs> which is weird yep. because it doesn't go with our silver raven's bird theme, but <laughs> eh, whatever.
4: <laughs> it, it, let's be fair. It's on brand for Find the Path, so we're going to let it slide. <laughs> also, Nicolo likes
5: cats more than birds, so he's he'll allow it. That's fair, yeah. I hate birds. birds I don't say nice. anything to the Fushi Sisters, but no, uh, no the Fushi Sisters. <laughs> oh.
0: So that brings us to our uh, upkeep phase, which will be determining the supporter attrition. I believe that is going to be Adria, who needs to make a uh, loyalty organization check.
3: Alright, I rolled a 17 for a 26 total.
4: Jeez.
0: so that is a success it is not a critical success but it is however a success yay being that it is a success and are you at the maximum number of supporters which would I be i thought we were 39 you are yes, so you are at the maximum number of supporters that you can have so that just means that you did not lose any supporters yay okay cool that's fine and brings us to the activity phase what activities would you like your group to do
5: so we have three actions that I think that we were thinking about taking. Um, and, of course, if anybody has a difference of opinion, just let me know. But um, the first was to train the Fushi Sisters from sneaks to, I believe, scoundrels is what they're called.
4: Whatever the next level is. I don't know what they're called. The next tier.
5: Yeah, yeah, the next tier. To experts, basically. Um,
0: yeah, taking your sneaks from uh, from sneaks to smugglers.
5: Smugglers, that's it. That, that seems very apropos for them. Mm-hmm. Um, since we are now experts in secrecy, we can do
0: that. Uh, that was going to require that you guys basically train them, so it is going to require a secrecy check. And since this is a secrecy check, that is going to be Vittoria rolling.
1: Oh, righty. And We're
0: actually, uh, Rexus will go ahead and add a plus one to this because this seems fairly important. So you get a 14 for a 23. Nice. Uh, Which means that you can successfully improve the Fushi sisters from sneaks to smugglers. Yay! They will at that point be able to activate safe houses now. Oh! Very cool. And so basically, they're more accomplished sneaks and capable of providing a safe place for other outlaws to hide out or placing intermediate caches in risky locations.
4: Oh, that's cool. Wait, does that mean they can store like a cache of like useful items, like, I don't know, Tanglefoot bags or whatever, like nearby? Yeah, to we're going to assault. Oh, that's
0: So like if you knew that you're going to be breaking into a place or something like that and you wanted some items on the inside or something like that, they can sneak inside there, secure the items and then leave.
4: This is that turns it into a very Hitman-esque thing where it's like, I'm going to bring the sniper rifle in. Explosive
0: ducks.
5: (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) Just explosive ducks for days. Woo.
0: What would you like to do with your second action?
5: Uh, for our second action, we were going to ask, uh, Morgar's Mad Cat, I mean, I guess technically command, but, you know, ask (laughs) Morgar's Mad Cats to, uh, Yeah, I know, I know, I just, I don't want to, like, be like, no, you must do this, I just want to be like, hey guys, if if you don't mind, can you just maybe, to be fair,
4: I feel like we're a fairly democratic organization where we're not going to be really, like, dictatorial.
5: Well, yeah. Like, if Morgar really didn't want to do it, I'm sure we would just be like, "Okay, that's cool." But it seems he seems game, and we're asking him to reduce danger as well. Mm-hmm. So, basically, yeah. the Freedom Fighters go out and start making sure the people of Kintargo are safe.
2: Maybe around Red Roof and Temple Hill, I was where say, this gang is which, assaulting people. I was yeah. say, we've got
5: credible
4: intelligence to help with that.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. All right. So you want to reduce danger? Mm-hmm. So this is a security check. Hey,
5: Ooh. that's nice. Uh, I there rolled a 17, uh, which gets us a 22 there. Nice.
0: All right. So with that, you're going to be reducing Kentargo's danger rating by 5% for the following week. Oh, yeah. And including the event rolled during the following event phase. Hey. Oh, cool. good, because you guys are kind of building up towards that.
4: It's, mm. I'm sure we just picked up a ton of notoriety from <laughs> publicly <laughs> yeah. stopping a, a, a torturous execution.
0: And what would you like to do for your third action?
5: For the last one, we were going to look into having uh, the the cat's paws do some listening out for rumors, since that is something yeah, that I mean, rabble rousers so can Maybe do.
3: specifically about these jills. Uh,
5: the red. Yeah, gils. I mean, if we can direct them, then that would be great.
0: Uh, I'll go ahead and give this that. Victoria already made a successful gather information check to gather information and rumors on the red jills. Oh, so. okay. oh. Okay.
2: Well, then they just they keep their ears open. Go out there be our spy network.
0: Yep Yeah, basically. Just tell us what's up. So Yeah. Okay. What's going on?
2: And I roll this because it's my extra action, right?
0: It is your extra action. So it's going to be a loyalty organization check.
2: Ooh, no.
4: Oh, it's so <laughs> close to that
0: twenty. Yep. But no. Yeah, they're still learning to, to work together, but yeah, you uh you send them out the uh the cat's paws plus uh Zaya now that you've added her to the team. Oh, yeah, okay. go out to go and uh, gather some information, and then all we have to do following that is.
2: I guess she's technically their leader. I would imagine.
4: In that is weird she... way that she's the only like Morgar like... is like yeah.
2: the yeah you know and she's like... the only
4: named NPC, which mm. means she's kind of the de facto leader.
0: Actually, while we haven't had a chance to get into it, there are uh, there are tons of Patreon named mm-hmm. NPCs in uh, in each of the groups. So
4: mm. we okay, we're gonna need to start keeping a list so that we can keep it all straight. Oh, no, I do. Sure Rick has um,
0: a list. You've got the, the mountain crows here, which uh, are Forvian Crow, Garrick Heartpiercer Crow, uh, Araniel Neal, uh, as they go by, PJP Coltrane, which you've met in passing previously. Yeah, so we met him. Mm-hmm. Calvio uh, Damasio and Czar, and Talk, the Clockwork Monkey. Oh,
2: you
3: Wait,
0: really what? really had a chance to do much with.
4: We need to go play yep. with that monkey. Is that it? Wait, so that's an inventor <laughs> then?
0: Mm, who knows? Oh my gosh.
4: And good then uh,
0: Morgar's Mad Cats bo- include both Morgar Manthi, Hagar Hardstone, and Felix Constantine. Nice. Which, to be fair, you have a guy named Constantine in the group, which is great. That's good. Nice. Mm-hmm. And then the uh, the newly established Cat's Paws include Zaya, uh, Nixus, Uncle Nix, Shadows, hmm. Limbit Del- Delurio. I'm going to go with Del- Delurio. I have difficulty with that name, and I don't know why. And uh, Sage Doran Radu, of hmm. which you uh, have not had the opportunity to meet with any of them yet. But. Give it time. Hmm.
1: Give it time. That's right.
0: Thanks to our, uh, our wonderful patrons providing us with some, uh I think someone jokingly said on the Discord, our wonderful patrons doing my job of naming NPCs for me.
4: Yes, <laughs> If you would like to do some of Rick's job, please head over to our Patreon.
5: I mean, as, as a GM,
0: I know Thank that you. that's very appreciated when you don't have to <laughs> worry about say, names. I was say, I hate
4: naming yeah.
5: NPCs
4: so
0: much. I like to sleep sometimes, so thanks for the help, guys.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to counter that. You don't like to sleep.
0: It is unfortunate necessity of life. That's such a weirdo. <laughs> But, yeah, you you send out your teams to, uh, to go and gather information. We still have the event phase that I need to roll for. Hello. Um, building up to this.
5: I was about to say, yeah, I mean, we didn't have one last time, so even with Morgard's help, there's still a decent chance. Looks clear.
4: Hmm. <laughs> I, I hate when you phrase it like that. I hate when you phrase it like that, man.
0: Oh, actually. Oh, oh, Nothing is brought to your attention right now that an event is happening cool all right all
4: fine. right <laughs> we're yeah, going to make this week and find out many positions happened
0: <laughs> but i suppose you finish your uh, your little meeting here you gather yourselves together decide to set off i think everyone is going with nicolo to go and uh yeah. and check on his mother
5: yep yeah if they want to yeah
1: i think so
0: stop by kellenbergers get some stuff you all send up step outside uh another beautiful gray cantargo day Navigate your way uh, back through the city streets, setting off in the direction of Temple Hill. The distant sound of thunder uh, announcing your arrival as you begin to oh make no. your way hmm. off towards the, uh, maybe a confrontation with this tifling gang? I like a storm.
2: Raven, do you have your cloak?
0: Yes. You look over and she's uh, wearing like one of those like bright yellow fisherman hat and like the full,
4: oh. <laughs> the full oh, uh, suit. It up
0: like the uh, so like cute. the cover for the fish the the guy on the fish stick thing <laughs> <We laughs> little waiters on yeah.
1: oh, we all float here <laughs> we all oh float lord
0: down and with Why that happy note sad. we'll pick it up oh, here next time <laughs> oh no da, 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 da. when you oh, have, have that
3: outfit it makes me think of it okay
0: just Chazuri looks over like into his store drain <laughs> and just his little clown. face pop up heya Chazzy
4: <laughs> <laughs> and he magic missiles it in the face oh no oh no
0: do you want to just spell
5: book
0: <laughs> <laughs> nice. find the path ventures is an officially licensed partner of paizo incorporated hell's rebels is copyright 2015 hell's rebels and the pathfinder venture path are trademarks of paizo all pathfinder images are property of paizo and are used with permission find the path ventures have converted hell's rebels from pathfinder to pathfinder second edition conversion notes are available to our patreon backers at patreon.com backslash find the path